home of the stars, through the airwaves and on the big screen. Coming to you live from Hollywood, it's Rated G Radio with your host, Garrett Miller. Well, everybody, your host, Garrett Miller, tonight for a very spooky Halloween. We have our very special guest co-host returning to the show, Stephanie Gerard. Stephanie will be joining us in a couple of moments. But if you are settling down for a long winter nap, hopefully you've got some triggers out there for the Hershey and Reese's and all the other chocolate goodness that is down our collective consumer pie holes this time of year and hopefully get some good deals. I like to buy Halloween candy tomorrow when it's 50% off. But in the last year or so, stores have pretty much gone away from overbuying and at least in the experience that I have here in Southern California, where they buy the holiday and then quickly get rid of it, having cases and cases and cases and cases and cases of leftover candy that they well the new year. It'll be interesting to see when I do this tomorrow. Get my Tootsie Rolls waiting for me. Um, real quick programming, I want to thank Rob Watson for doing such a big up job on radio. LGB radio. He does that every Thursday noon until and then we've also got Rebecca Fisk and Stephanie. Um, well, we're going to talk about Stephanie in just a second, but Mary Lou Monroe Ray of Brisbane, Australia. She does music specials with the folks in the Brisbane, Sydney area, as well as the world. We've got some cool programs. We're on iHeartRadio. We're on podcasts were everywhere. So if you want to take the show with you or if you forget to listen in a week and catch up, you can do that easily by just um, subscribing to the show on any platforms or just, you know, read the link here. But it's a pleasure to welcome back Stephanie Gerard to Rated G Radio. All these letters I had, Stephanie, I'm just going, okay, what day of the week is this tonight? How are you? <laughs> Hi, Garrett. I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing great. I know that um, today was one of those days where we're like, are we doing the show? I think it's Monday. I think we agreed to do this like months ago. And I'm <laughs> like, yeah. So I'm really excited because usually it's, it's going, hey, if we like go tonight, cause I've got X, Y, and Z. And, um, but, you know, thankfully we're both here. We've got a few hours. This, historically, when I'm doing the radio show, is not a psychic call-in show. However, tonight, Stephanie has to take one caller later in the show. If you'd like to ask one question, we are going to take one caller. I've already got about, I don't know, I've counted about 17, 18 people who have already called in before the show started. We pick one of you to be the lucky caller later on. Um, but Stephanie has her own monthly show. It's the first Sunday night of the month, every month. And of the month. It seemed fitting to have Stephanie on tonight to promote her show on Sunday. So, Stephanie, what's happening this coming Sunday with your journey with Stephanie? Oh, my goodness. Well, this coming Sunday, for something totally different, my very special guest will actually be a longtime client, Jessica. 
and Jessica has agreed to come on to the show and share her story, share her journey of where she's been, how did we connect, and she's going to just bring her perspective to the table regarding what it's been like to work with me, what does that mean, what has she learned, and more. So it's a very different take, and yet I think it's a good thing for people to learn about if you have a session with me, what does it mean? What does it look like? And, you know, some people may ask, well, gosh, how long has she been with you? Why is she still with you? She's been with me for, oh, golly, eight years now. And it's not just a psychic reading, and it's not just an energy healing. There's so much more that goes into it. So she's going to bring her perspective to the table which will be fun and exciting, and I can't wait. Plus, she's got a lot of character. (laughs) She's got a pretty interesting personality, so she'll definitely be bringing some fire to the table. Well, that'll be fun. And so for everybody listening tonight, that will be Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So check your local time clocks and set your watches accordingly, and then join us all in as well. on in the world of Arizona in, uh, as far as your on the news of late. What's new in Arizona? Well, number one, we get to not participate in the time change, which is cool. Arizona does not change their clock. Very interesting, isn't it? So well, my understanding is when, a few states don't. Mm-hmm. And they and we passed a federal law, well, I think it was like last year, and it was like saving days. Somebody comes up with a name, I'm sure they get a bonus for it. And that is taking place through, I think, November of next year. So by the time we hit 2024, we will no longer nationwide participate in the changing of the clocks. We'll just at the same time all year round. I don't really understand why taking two years from the date that the law passed signed in the law in order for that to actually be, you know, take effect for us so we can get extra hours of sleep, not lose the hours of sleep. And as I understand it, the whole reasoning behind the delay on this, Stephanie, is that to push, have you ever heard of anything oh, stupid? No. <laughs> right. That's crazy. I, had a, wow. I was doing some research on it, and it, it had to do. It's no longer the first that you know, the daylight thing. It is the transportation route, and for logistics and things like that, apparently they planned that far out. I don't know if this planning book is being planned that far out, but it's being planned that far out, and that is the reason why, as a nation, we have to endure another year of falling back and bringing forward and falling back and making a tip and all that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And, I learned um, this morning. Yeah. And so Stephanie just uh, sent me a note saying that the line is shop before you do it. And I recently turned out right before the show, we should have a real good connection. But uh, disconnect and try to connect back then. Yes. Yeah. Let's try that. Okay. I'll be back in just a moment. So, okay. Stephanie tries to find a better line. 
what I'm going to do is play a really cool song. I can find it here. Did I take it off here? I had my Halloween song, um, Witch Sisters Halloween. You know, I do really smart things like going in and trying to clean up the studio that was sitting there and collecting dust. So while we're doing um, all this, I'm going to play a new song. It's new last year. It actually won Best Original Country Rock Song in February of last year. It's called One Time Valentine. It's with and an artist in L.A. by the name of Kate Fitzgerald. So celebrating Halloween, it's one time Valentine. <laughs>
or you can pick up on iTunes or listen free on Spotify. And so the little shameless plug of the Halloween evening of 2022 is if you're listening live, there is a link to my Spotify account and you can listen to music for free tonight. Stephanie, you're back. How's your connection? Well, it's still choppy a bit, not like it was, and um, I found the email. <laughs> this Yay. is always helpful. <laughs> okay. It's well, better, found, though. Mm-hmm. You sound a lot better. Oh, good. Wonderful. Yes, yes. So where were we? Oh, we were talking about how amazing you are. I want to say and you're going to listen or call on Sunday. We're going to take one lucky caller tonight. And that's, you know, that's kind of the the daily event. You're going to share what else is happening in Arizona. Well, as we know, tonight is Halloween. Um, lots of trick-or-treaters here in this neighborhood. It's really cute. And that's been busy. So one thing I always love to talk about is the weather. (laughs) I don't care where the temperatures have been. We have approached a number on the thermometer where we're actually breaking 80 degrees. That's what I tell people. So now we're slowly exiting the 80s, going down into the 70s. And here's the... Right? And so the funny part is, and it takes having lived here. I've lived here before. I lived here 12 years ago, 13 years ago. And when we get to this time of year, what actually makes it feel more comfortable where we get to start to actually (laughs) cool off, according to Mm -hmm. my standard, Um, the concrete, the concrete and the asphalt starts cooling off at last. And I'm telling you what, a couple mornings ago, it was 59 degrees, and it's like, oh, you know, um, in other places, 59 degrees would be warm. But here I thought, oh, that's, oh, the sun is out and the skies are blue. I'm going to go outside. And it was like, oh, burr. <laughs> but for just a moment, that didn't last long. But um, but yeah, that's new. So it's we're on this slow decline, and I think the lowest is gonna probably be in the 50s. I know this past winter, quote unquote winter, it got down into the 20s and 30s, just maybe once or twice. So you know, people can poo-poo this climate change, whatever, but. It's definitely got its impact, and it's got its strange spots at times. Yeah, that's what's going on here. Temperature-wise, otherwise on all other fronts, it gets a little uh, (laughs) questionable, that's for sure. So I like to not talk about those kinds of things, you know. um, Well, I I will talk about something either, except I did see a hilarious cold open on Saturday Night Live. Uh, spoofing several things that are going on in Arizona and Pennsylvania and also in Georgia. And um, I found that amusing. Interesting. Very and interesting. Anything, if you'd like to see what I'm talking about, go to YouTube and, and it's cold open and you can see this week's show. 
and then you can make a determination, but I think that's hysterical. Um, oh, that is anyway. funny. Mm-hmm. Here's one more thing. Last week, my sister-in-law was driving home from ASU, so she drove from Tempe to Chandler. She saw something in the sky, as did 20,000 other people. SpaceX. SpaceX took off out of West Phoenix. Um, I'm not sure if it took off out of Glendale or Peoria. I want to say it was Glendale. Out of Luke, Luke Air Force Base. Oh, there we go. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so that well, was the excitement here that? last week. Yeah, seriously. Seriously. So she's driving and trying to snap a picture and <laughs> finally decided she'd better just look for one on the Internet. You know, she wanted to get home in one piece. But <laughs> That's a smart idea. No texting and driving. Oh, mm-hmm. goodness. Exactly. So we've, you, you've been with me, I think, on Halloween before because this is, what, year 12 or 13 of doing the show. So eventually, at some point, I think you've probably done Halloween with me. I don't recall, but I know that we've talked about Halloween candy in the past. Do you have? Did you go out and splurge and get any Halloween candy for yourself this year? You know, I was really good. I did not. But the number one candy that so many people don't care for is the candy that I like, which is candy corn. I like candy corn, and I like the little candy corn pumpkins. I really oh, love yeah. those. I always, I always love chocolate. Chocolate's always a hand down, hands down. But for something unique and different, I like that stuff. What about you? Well, I will tell you that um, I... I just don't eat it. I'm on this deprivation diet, and I say deprivation. If I want to eat, I eat. But it it tells a more interesting story if I'm saying I'm a deprived dieter. But I've been doing intermittent fasting, which just works for my body type, my age, all of that stuff. So I have a protein shake in the morning. It's a meal replacement shake, um, shameless plug, which I'm not getting paid for, but it's a company out of Phoenix called Isogenics. Love their products. Um, Mm -hmm. just bought a new supply of their shakes. They come out with seasonal shakes. So my go-to in the morning, because what I, what I found historically, I started this program, I don't know, six years ago, five years ago that I just never ate breakfast and never meaning ever, ever ate breakfast. And so I'd have a cup of coffee with, you know, you know, the creamer and the sugar and all this other kind of stuff. And that was fine, but I just never really understood why you know, an hour later, I'd be dragging. And a dear friend of mine, Cindy, she um, had been with Isogenics and said, you know, are you open to trying something? I said, sure. So um, she started me on this, you know, shake routine. And it's a meal replacement that gives you all the aminos, all the, all the good fats, all the carbs, all the protein, all the stuff that you need to get your day going. You're supposed to have two a day. I have one. But they have all these different flavors. And I've narrowed down my favorite flavor that I can get on a regular basis is called birthday cake. Tastes just like eating a white cake mix. It's fantastic. Oh, yum. Okay. But they've got other flavors. Well, they just came out with a seasonal flavor called peppermint, um, uh, white chocolate with peppermint. And I thought, well, that sounds delicious. Well, so I bought 12 canisters out of it. The canisters are like 40 bucks a piece, so it's not like they're cheap. So um, these 12 canisters show up at my doorstep, and I'm like, okay, I am, I'm in it. I'm committed. I'm going to just be white mocha and peppermint for you know, the next six months. It's going to be great. And then I tried the shake, and the shake is fine. 
but for you know forty dollars for fourteen long, you know you would kind of want a little bit more of a a bang to it. So I tried the shake just as it is for a week: peppermint, white chocolate. Tastes tastes fine, okay, but it's not like birthday cake or cookies and cream or chocolate mint, you know, where I have a little bit more of an excitement. <laughs> So I'm going to do what the drug dealers do, and I'm going to cut it up with baby powder. No, I'm not going to do that at all. But I am going to take, <laughs> I'm going to take one scoop of birthday cake and then one scoop of the white chocolate peppermint. And oh. I did that yesterday, and I did that today. And I'm going to tell you, it was a really pleasant blend. Um, it, it gave the white chocolate peppermint just enough oomph. I don't know how else to say it, to just take it over where it needed to be. Um, but there's absolutely nothing wrong with the birthday cake flavor of the shake on its own, period, end of story. But now that I've got 12 canisters of white chocolate peppermint, Papa's got to figure out how to make this work. That's, um, <laughs> so that, so that's, my, that's my morning meal is that. Is I'll fix that before I go to work, then I'll put it in the freezer, and then I drink it when I get to work about 10. Then all I do is drink um, usually like lemon water or lemon tea throughout the day, and I'll have a huge, huge lunch. And like today at lunch, people say, you don't eat enough. Well, I had two boneless chicken breasts large. I had four Roma tomatoes, a cucumber, zucchini, and a bell pepper. And that was my lunch. And everybody, you know, they see me bring in this huge container, and then they see me leave, and it's empty. And they're like, okay, he didn't throw it away. Um, so I'm full. I get the nutrition that I need. But I just don't. Um, when I get home, I try not to eat a lot. So getting back to the candy corn, Last year, I bought a bunch of candy corn, but I bought it as decoration. And so I put it in a white, I don't know, one of those airproof jars, you know, like a mason jar type of a thing, except, mm -hmm. you know, you get it at Ikea and pay four times what you really should. So I have, I have <laughs> um, Skittles, which I've painstakingly separated by color because, you know, I was OCD like that. So I separated all of my Skittles by color. And then I separated all of the chocolate kisses for Christmas by color and flavor. And then I separated the candy corn. And so I have them set up in this really cool display on the counter. And that's where all of this candy sits. And I walk by it every day. And when I see it, this is my trick, Stephanie. And I swear this works. And you can do it with pizza. You can do it with ice cream. You can do it with cinnamon rolls. You can do it with anything. But if the food is mm -hmm. really call on your name and it's delicious, but it has all the stuff in it that you don't want. I just mm -hmm. say, Ooh, that looks stale. I would not want to eat stale candy corn. So I am therefore going to pass. And you think that that is a joke, but I'm telling you, Stephanie, that works more often than the not. And I use that at work now with my coworkers and they all get such a kick out of it. They, they go, is it fresh or is it stale? And I go, ooh, that, that steaming hot pizza is stale, girl. I can't have any of that stale pizza. And I pass and I just go back to my, you know, carb-free life. But that's my little short story. <laughs> And it sounds like it's working for you, though. Is that right? Yeah, it's worked great. You know, so the, the intermittent fasting works. I'm down to the lowest weight I've been as an adult in my adult life. Uh, my body fat's down to 12.5%. I've got a scale that gives me wow. the BMI, visceral fat, you know, all the stats. Um, and, wow. and I keep track of it. And I've tracked my weight consistently for about four years now. And this is by far the mm. best shape I've ever been. Um, but I thank you know, I, I, I thank Cindy for introducing me to isogenics, but I thank her mm -hmm. for getting me on the track of being more aware of how and when I eat and, you know, all that. So 
Um, but everybody's got to do their own thing. Whatever works for you, that's great. I'm not telling you you need to be fat or skinny, but I know that I feel better not having the extra weight on my bones. My blood pressure goes down when I'm under 200, and, you know, life is happy. And plus, you know, I'm getting to be a certain age, and, you know, Papa's still trying to look sexy. So um, <laughs> just, you know, trying to get that shake in every once in a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, so that's no excellent. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah. What does intermittent mean then if you're intermittent fasting? So I try to only eat dur- during a certain block of the day. So for example, my eating day really takes place and I'm going to count my little you know morning shake. My eating day takes place from about, we'll just say 9 a.m. from the time I get to work until about three in the afternoon. Sometimes it might go a little bit longer, but that's if I'm going to be consuming foods, that's really the time of day that I'm going to consume it. So like tonight when I'm coming home from work, I've got three bottles of lemon juice here. So that's what I'm, oh. I'm drinking tonight for my dinner is, and that's, and you go like, Ooh, that doesn't sound like enough. But the fact is I'm still full from lunch. And even though I've had, I don't know, probably four 32 ounce things of water or lemon tea throughout the day. Um, I know that if I start eating at this time of night, that one delicious, Lay's barbecue potato chip that I would say I can have just one will become an entire bag or the one candy corn that'll be like, I'll just, I'll just savor it and I'll just suck on it like a lemon drop. I'll start cramming in my pie hole and, you know, and get the five gallon bucket from Costco before I know it. So I have no self-control. So my only control is, um, you know, when I get home, this is what we are going to do is we're just going to drink, you know, the lemon water or have hot tea or, you know, I have peppermint tea when I go to bed. Oh, I was going to ask you, this is the most important part of the show, Stephanie. Yes. What? Have, what has been your experience with raw ginger? Ooh, well, raw ginger, I think this would probably be for everybody. It bites me back. Oh, potent. Yeah. But it doesn't mean, I mean, I'm open. Do you have a suggestion? Well, no, you know, because I I have my regular J-O-B and then, and that one pays the bills really well. And I like it a lot and they like me. So that win, win, win. But I've also got a part-time job, which used to be my full-time job. And that is at the grocery store. And so people will come in all the time and buy ginger. And I'm like, oh, that's cute. Ha, ha, ha. Okay. But at work, one of my dear, dear close friends, and I have very few people who I will call close friends. You are one, Rebecca's one, and Mr. Hami, his name is not Mr., his name is Hami, but everybody calls him Mr. Hami because calling him Mr. Hami is just a sign of respect. But you see him and he's like, oh, it's Mr. Hami. Anyway, so Hami is from Persia or Iran, okay? And there is an Iranian market that is in the area, or Persian market that is in the area. Um, and we got to talking about Persian food. And he goes, well, we should go sometime. And I said, I'm, I'm game, but I, I want an escort. So I kind of get the tourist you know, guide of what we should do. And so he says, mm-hmm. we're going after work. So we went after work on Saturday night so I could buy some more walnuts and peanuts for Martin, my squirrel, that has oh. adopted my yard. <laughs> And, awesome. and, and they love, oh yeah. So stories there. But, um, so we go into, and we're going through the, the store and the, and, and it's, a, I don't know, six thirty on a Saturday night. The place is packed. Like it's a singles club. I've never seen more people <laughs> in my life 
parking lots packed, stores packed, but it's filled with like just the nicest families and, you know, carrying their, their, their kids, meaning their dogs, carrying their kids around the store and just such a different experience than the store that I work at. And their vegetable department was great. Everything was, you know, priced really great, but they had gazillions of tons of garlic or not garlic but the the raw ginger i said hmm. this is a sign i need to get raw ginger tonight so i picked up probably i don't know i mean i got a whole huge bag of it so last night was the first night i just peeled it like a potato and i took a little chomp of that and went oh that has an interesting taste i don't think i've ever tasted ginger before and how is that possible but it's true and so then I'm also putting it in my peppermint tea at night. And then when I came home tonight mm. and got my tea ready for tonight, got, you know, so I'm, I'm chewing on a little bit of the, of the ginger. But I've heard historically that it's supposed to be really great for you, so, but it bites you back so you don't do the raw ginger. Okay. I was going to ask for what is it supposed to do for you, but. Well, I can answer that part. Oh, okay, good. And it sounds like, you know, I'll try it again, you know, because I know our taste buds, change over time and it definitely has a potent um <laughs> for me it adds a lot of zing <laughs> and it's like it's almost yes. like lots lots of that that's that's mm-hmm. what it really is is the zing part so it's very good for our joints and inflammation and mm-hmm. uh that sounds that sounds really good. I know a lot of people drink ginger tea. I would love to have mm-hmm. the ginger tea. That's inspiring me to get some raw ginger, actually. Um, there's other good properties, but my understanding is those are the primary qualities of what we can get from the ginger. So I think it's great that you're actually chomping on it and putting it in your tea. Your body is loving that. Okay. So mm-hmm. why do you think, and, you know, and I'm not asking from a, a psychic perspective. And by mm-hmm. the way, since we're at the halfway point of the show, I will remind everybody that Stephanie's website is journeywithstephanie.com. And if you'd like to book a private reading with her, you can do so on her website. And it will be something like you've never experienced before um, in the best ways possible. So whether you're looking for a psychic reading you're looking for an energetic healing, some theta healing, uh, chakra reset. I'm telling you, Stephanie is the place to go to on journeywithstephanie.com. But so why is it, do you think that like that was the night after seeing Ginger forever? Is this like, you know, God pinging me on the head with that, that horrible job I had years ago and I finally listened and, you know, woke up and did something about it and quit? Where, you know, you have to get hit in the head with it enough before you finally recognize it or... I mean, why do you think Saturday night was the night that I decided that I needed 50 pounds of of raw ginger? Well, okay, so full analysis. I'm going to throw everything into this. Uh, For one thing, um, just a little bit of just general stuff. Saturday, the day of Saturday, was originally typed as Saturn Day. And Mm -hmm. Saturn is, of course, one of our planets. And that that planet just went direct maybe a week ago. And so Saturn is our teacher. And so when we think about it, it's been in your face, in your face, in your face. Personally, I go by the rule of three. By the time something presents itself for a third time in a row, it's like, okay. So at this place in time, 
you know, automatically, I believe that your body is probably screaming for it. And you Hmm. didn't know that. And you were just were not, you know, I mean, who thinks of that, right? It's like, do we really think of sarsaparilla on any random day? No. No. (laughs) But all of a sudden, it will come up in our face. And it's like, oh, oh, I think I need to try that. So I think for you, you know, uh, with your environmental exposure, meaning just the fact of where you work at your second job, you're going to see that naturally. Mm -hmm. But I really feel like it was, let's just put it this way, the universe was telling you, hey, tap, tap. (laughs) Do you hear it? (laughs) We're we're shifting, we're going to shift into a shout if you don't pay attention. Because the all of these messages start as a whisper and mm-hmm. then it just gets a little louder, a little louder. And you were paying attention quite honestly. And so what better way, I mean, let's break this down. What better way than to go with Mr. Hami and have him be your guide and your escort into mm-hmm. the Persian store to get the right and proper thing. I mean, it's like, Garrett, here you go. We have the magic red carpet. We have this, we have Seriously? that. Come with us. Yeah. Oh I like that. Yeah. I think well, that's I'll, magical. I am so grateful for Hami. I will tell you, besides being a great coworker, and he's not listening to the show tonight, so I'm not trying to just butter him up. Um, right. But he is also one of the world's best cooks. And we have somebody mm. on our team who's going off to a different opportunity tomorrow. And Hami has offered to cook <laughs> for the office. So we're not oh. only getting you know, my laundry list of things that I just had to have from the Persian store, but um, he got the, you know, the food to cook for tomorrow. So I cannot wait to head into the office tomorrow for Mr. Hami's cooking and um, in, enjoy, you know, and, and you think, it, you know, it's, it's just chicken and rice. Oh, no, 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 my friend. Oh, it no, no, not, no, 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 no. It is a Mr. Hami chicken and rice and Mr. Hami's chicken and rice. The best. Um, you know, I'll shove you down a flight of stairs. No problem. You know, get out of the oh. way. I want Mr. <laughs> Hami's chicken and rice. And I would not do that to you, Stephanie, but that's how much I, I would, I would probably cut in line in front of you. That's for sure. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Wow. So that's, that's going on down here. Hey, do, should we maybe think about taking a call and then we can, you know, chit chat a little bit more before the show's up? Sure. Okay. Yeah. So I'm going to have you pick a number. Um, I don't know. Pick a number between one and You screened anybody tonight, so unlike your show where you screen everybody, this is a mind call. Sure, you got a little bit choppy in there, so I'm just going to pick a number, number seven. Okay, number seven it is. Okay. So number Hello? seven, you are caller uh, at out of the eight six six area code. You are live. How are you tonight? Hello. Hi. Hi, this is you? Stephanie. Hi, how are you? Wonderful. How are you? Doing good. What's your question, my dear? Whatever you guys can get. I know I've been going a little haywire the last couple weeks or a month. So whatever you guys got positive for job location or anything or traveling that's coming up for me. Okay. And what is your first name, please? Uh, Rosemaria. Rosemaria. Oh, okay. Well, we have connected before. Okay. 
So uh, first of all, when we look at the energies, they're the best word to describe the energies are simply crazy. And last week we had an eclipse and a new moon in the sign of Scorpio. And we're getting ready to move into yet another eclipse on the 8th. So November 8th. And so it's just, it's going to, it will continue to impact people. So all of this being said, let's see here. Um, in When I look at travel, I know you like to travel. Um, it looks like you're going to be, there will be a trip sometime second quarter, and I'm getting clarity on exactly which month that would be, and it's, it's showing up to be May of next year. And this will be to a place that you enjoy going. Um, ideally, you would like to travel abroad. However, I do see you remaining here in the States. You're going to remain stateside. So this will be a place that really has your heart and your heart center. Does that make sense? It wouldn't surprise me if you ended up doing something entirely different, though. Um, for example, in Northern California, and I think it's Santa Rosa, there is an ashram. Um, you're going to be looking at that which is different, and you're going to be wanting out so badly for a trip that you're just going to say, okay, God, take me wherever I need to go. You know, show me a sign, kind of like what Garrett and I were just talking about with the ginger. And that's what I see for you. You know, your normal is knowing exactly what's going on and having full control over all destinations. But something's going to shift within you, meaning it's just a good positive shift. It's not that a huge event happens, no earth-shattering thing going on in your life, other than you're going to have an awareness, kind of like an awakening. And you will realize you have always been comfortable with that which you know, which is what will bring you to think about what is part of the unknown. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. Good, good. And in that way, with you opening your heart up to the universe, opening your heart up to God, it's actually going to be a more fulfilling adventure for you. Let's say, you know, regardless of where you live, you decide, you know what, I'm going to find something in my own state, just a place I've never been to or an experience I've never had. And that's what I see you doing. You're going to start investing in yourself. You're going to start local. There will be an international trip, but I don't see that for probably another year, year and a half. That you know that will require a bit more planning. But you're going to make it fun and adventuresome. Okay. Okay. There you go, Rose Maria. Thank you. Thanks, my dear. Lovely to hear from you. And that was fun. I haven't, we haven't talked to Rosemarie in a long time, but we also have not done a call-in show for a long time either. <laughs> this is true. 
This is true. That's true. You kind of have to like take the callers if we're going to have a call-in show, I guess. But I, I, like I've described to everybody, when I do the show on Monday night, this is my guilty pleasure. It's to get the hosts for the other show. I, I can get them in, you know, and I have an hour with them. We can talk about what's going on in the world and their lives and their businesses and all of the fun stuff. And then when they do their show, they can do the show however they want. Um, so my, my guilty pleasure is keeping Stephanie all to myself, but then um, she gets to share herself with you on this coming Sunday at 7 p.m. Pacific time where she will be interviewing a guest, taking calls. Um, but more importantly, if you'd like a private reading with Stephanie, you can go to her website, journeywithstephanie.com, book your session. I'm telling you, it is just um, – and this is a non-paid endorsement, so I'm not even trying to, to – you know, and get a deal out of Stephanie for this. But, you know, she clears my chakras. She gets me in alignment. She pulls the cords, cuts the plugs, does all the good stuff. Um, for me, it's less about the psychic reading than it is about the energy healing and the energy work that she does with me. That's the part that I now look forward to the most. Um, but then every once in a while, I'll have my wayward question. And, you know, Stephanie, of course, is um, gracious to go in and, and you know, share her her insights on whatever my topic du jour is. So anyway, so um, back to the fun stuff. Now that we've talked to Rose Maria, thank you very much, Rose Maria. Um, mm-hmm. What are, what are we going to be doing for the month of November? Are we going to do, I, I think for guys, it's like no shave November and, and support of something. I don't know what I've got a couple of days head start. I'm not sure I'm going to repeat <laughs> Santa like I did last year, but uh. Oh, golly. Um, well, I have heard the same thing for women, and I think I'll just leave it at that. So, okay. Uh, very interesting. Yes. Once upon a time, once upon a time, I um, worked for a chiropractor, but it was a very, you know, I would refer to that as very loose terminology, really helped with admin stuff here and there. And that's what it was. And one of his, he had two offices, and one office was actually inside of a hair salon, believe it or not. And he rented a room that was normally rented to massage therapists. So there was already a massage table there and so forth. And um, he would tease all the hairstylists <laughs> in November. <laughs> It's no shave November, and he'd laugh. No shave. Laugh his little tail off. But what he did, though, he grew out his, all of his facial hair. You know, he grew out his beard and his mustache, and and then he was always happy to see it go come December first. <laughs> yeah, that was interesting. Well, I think that there are, and and I will tell you, Stephanie, that until I hit like probably my mid thirties, maybe even late thirties. I could not grow facial hair to save my life. And mm. one of the things that this is the only thing about quote unquote. Oh, I, did I say, in, I, I, I mean, I will turn 29 next year. Again. Oh, okay. And, um, okay. but um, yeah, I've heard that in, in your thirties and beyond that it becomes easier to grow facial hair. At least that was my experience. So I will tell you the thing that I hate now is that now that I've got the salt and pepper and the gray coming in, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? Um, last year I grew out the hair for my Christmas album, and I, you know, you know this because you've seen the pictures, but I bleached my hair, bleached my beard, and I was Santa Claus for literally 12 weeks. And on Christmas night I came home from work and shaved my head and the beard and have not looked back. 
Um, it was fun for the Christmas album, but don't want to do that again. And I'm a little hesitant to start growing the facial hair again because I may not want to stop. <laughs> um, are, so are we going to see that from you this year or you're just going to think about it? You're keeping it at a distance? I don't know. I just, I think mm. that I, I really enjoyed the, the Santa experience, you know, and even at work, I dressed up as Santa Claus. They gave me the okay to do that. Even after reminding me, we are a very conservative company. So on the heels of COVID, uh-huh. I baked about 8 million cookies, individually wrapped them, and then took them to the office in a giant red wagon and went around to 1800 people and passed out cookies. Um, and they thought it was the best thing ever. And I, had so much fun doing that. I said, once was enough. Um, so I don't know. I, I think that it, it certainly lends itself to the season, but I think there are also guys that w- when they try to grow facial hair, they just should not. Um, and I've also, the other, the other trend, and this is, you know, I'm such a fashion maven, not that <laughs> I, I struggle with the, the new generation. These yeah, these young kids, get off my lawn. Um, but these guys who <laughs> grow these huge bushy beards now, do you like a guy with a big bushy beard? Oh, well, they can look cute, but up close to me, no. No, exactly. No, um, no. And I don't, it's just like, you know, I know we're in a recession. I know times are tough, but I'll buy you a Manscaped razor. Um, if you just shave that shit off, because you look terrible. Um, you'd look like a million dollars better if you would just get rid of that and look like a normal person. But yet, here we are trying to look like you're, you know, I don't know, somebody from the movie Deliverance from the 70s. It is just not a good look. And, you know, you wonder why companies have had like a no facial hair, quote unquote, ban in the workplace mm-hmm. forever. It's because people will do mm-hmm. this and they look like crap. It's like, if you're going to grow a beard trim it, groom it. If you're going to grow it out, you know, style it, get some beard oil, do something. But when you Mm -hmm. look like you look like you look, no, that's my only worry in November. No, I agree with you. You know, if, if a man is going to sport the beard and the mustache, then make it like really close to your face, trim it, shape it, the whole nine yards. You know, you're trying to be somebody that you're not okay. But once it starts growing out and it's all ugh, um, ugh. scraggly, I just, I do, I don't like it. No. No. It's just, <laughs> I, <laughs> there's just so much. So, oh, and I told, um, I saw this, and if I did not see this person with my own eyes, this was, I think, last week. It could have been even last Monday night. So I'm leaving work, and I pull out of the, um, you know, the parking lot. And I work in a very, don't you know who I am, part of Irvine, California. And there oh. was somebody walking towards, not towards me, but, you know, walking my direction i'm in my car and i'm looking both ways to try to you know pull out into traffic and go home and this lady has who it it was it was like watching like a live train wreck with an airplane and crashing on the 405 freeway and you get to see it all at an arm's length and that's what this lady was and she was just 
I, and I'm going to say this in the nicest way I can because there is no nice way to say it. She looked horrible, but she had spent, a, you could tell, literally tens of thousands, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on plastic surgery to get literally what looked like a Kim Kardashian ass. Her waist was so tiny that you know that she's probably had ribs removed. And then the work that she had done on her lips were, I mean, it was just, it it was like, oh, how many thousands of bees only stung you on your lips? And, you know, of course, glossed up and the whole thing. And, you know, and so she was dressed in her tight spandex workout, you know, tight running bra, the whole thing, you know, and she was very proud of the way she looked. And I just kept going, oh, my gosh, this poor girl. She didn't know when to stop. It's like the actresses in Hollywood when they're like, you're getting old, sister. If you want a new gig, you got to, you know, go get some nip and tuck. And, you know, they never stop. And then they start looking like Meg Ryan does. And you're like, oh, no, that's a bad look. That's what happened to this poor girl, Stephanie. And I, I. Oh, no. Oh, my God. I mean, it really caused me to pause. And in just the most, the sincerest way, I was like, you know, please be blessed. Please be blessed. Please be blessed. Because, oh, my gosh, whatever's going on in your world, I don't even want to know about. But that was just, it was, that, that could have been Halloween. But it was, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, recently I saw, I don't remember which app I was on, who knows, but I, was it even TikTok? Knowing me, it was TikTok, but I want to say Instagram. Um, I scrolled past this picture of what seemed to be the Kardashians, and it's like, hmm, okay. And I kept going, and then I went back, and it's like, who is that? Because this one particular Kardashian has now had so much work done. It's like, I don't even recognize this person. So right. I looked and I looked and I had to read the comments and it's Chloe. Chloe what? to me was naturally the most beautiful one. Not that the others weren't pretty in their own unique ways or whatever, but Chloe was just like, you know, she had her own unique look, and now anymore, it, it's, you know, she clearly had a couple of ribs removed. They all look like Barbies with a 13-inch waist, and then mm-hmm. even her eyes are different, and it's like, honestly, I think it's a sad day when women feel like they have to go that far, you know, and, you know, maybe men do this too. Who knows? You know, you're in a different place than I am, but not to say they probably don't do it here either. Um I just was in shock. It's like, that's Chloe. And I had to really look and, you know, with the bee sting lips and mm-hmm. the removed ribs and the Barbie waist. And it's like, no, what happened? Mm-hmm. I don't know. So what, so I think something happened. Okay. So um, one of the other, so I'm going to reference Saturday night live again, which I never do, but one of the jokes that during the weekend update, Colin Jost was like, during the pandemic, <laughs> math scores went down by 20%. And then his follow-up, this is the joke part. He goes, so that was like 50%. You know, so it's like something has happened to our societies. I think globally, not just here in the United States where we're, mm-hmm. I think some of the dumbest people we could ever possibly be sometimes, but mm-hmm. you know, the guys have these horrible looking beards. These women are doing these horrible things to their bodies. What happened to us 
Was there a meteor that hit that we weren't told about? Did they eat too many processed ding-dongs when they were children? Not enough hugs. What has happened? Well, first of all, I agree. Second, I have often wondered, you know, why are people acting more like, more and more like robots? And I mean that mm-hmm. in a serious way. And yeah. I remember watching like the quote-unquote futuristic movies, you know, when I was in high school and even a little older. Of course, I'm 39. And... Um, I remember watching this Space Odyssey, you know, what was it, 2001 or 2010, you know, and just the things they had in that movie. And then when 2001 did come along, mm-hmm. watching Minority Report, and mm-hmm. it, you know, at the time it seemed far-fetched, but right now it's like, you know, Not this is some reality. Not really. So I... You know, so many people have their own theories. I feel people have gotten off the mark. It just seems like here in the Western world, I recognize this as a little girl. And who would recognize this as a 10-year-old except for me? I thought to myself, the United States is the marketing capital of the world. I knew nothing about countries and everything you know, who else was on the world besides me. But I understood that. And it's like, it really does seem like we are an experimental ground for anything. So when you think about it, like say, when you look at the 1800s and they're selling snake oil to help women lose weight, women were swallowing tapeworms to lose weight. I'm serious. And so it's like, because it eats stuff up. So of course, now we do parasite cleanses to get rid of them because it's not the good stuff, right? But it's right. like, who does this? And I, so much of it, to me, stems from marketing. Like, what mm-hmm. what is the newest, what's the latest thing that we can sell people on? Okay, let's push this. Okay, now let's sell it from this angle and that angle. And... You know, it's unfortunate, too, like the pressure that men and women have, you know, for appearances of being a certain size or a certain weight. And we've really gotten away from the self-love and the self-acceptance, you know, and that's which is something I come across, you know, when people have sessions with me, you know, on the regular it's like, ooh-wee, let's get you unplugged from all of these mass consciousness energies and get you plugged back into the universe, back into God, back into you. But mm-hmm. I feel like it's marketing. I feel like it's how to be better than what we are at present. And it seems, you know, it's kind of like partly scientists, partly ideas, part and a lot of spin doctors, quite honestly. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And I, I it just makes me so darn mad. You know, you see, you know, I, again, I guess, but I don't live in their head. I don't walk in their shoes. It's just me as a third party observer, uh, lending my opinion where it's not asked for either. So I should probably, you know, do that. But it, at least I, it took pretty much every ounce of strength that I had not to go up to that girl and say, what has happened to you? Because this is clearly wrong. Um, I did not do that. But. <laughs> Well, I'm proud of you for that. Well, thank you. 
There we go. Ooh. Well, we've got about three minutes left. Stephanie, do you want to do a real quick recap on what we're doing on Sunday night again? Yes, of course. My show is a lot of fun. I like to bring different guests on. Everyone brings something different to the table. And what's unique about this Sunday is I'm actually inviting a client on. Once again, she's agreed. Her name is Jessica. She's been with me a long time. She has a very interesting story, and she plans to share certain details of her life. And what was important to me about this particular show is I would like to share with people what is it really like from the client perspective? You know, it's easy for us to say, oh, go to my website. Here's what I do. This is how it's done. Well, let's bring someone on that has history. And she's definitely her own person. And I love that about her. And let's have everyone listen from her perspective. And what is it like? And and oftentimes, you know, there is that question mark, and I know, Garrett, you've shared a lot, and it's been an exciting journey with you, especially about the recent one we worked on here a couple of months ago, and mm-hmm. you were scared and panicked and everything and turned out. everything worked out exactly like you said it would. Yes. Everything. Mm-hmm. Yes. And so it will also be the teaching of when we can let go and surrender, get ourselves plugged back into the pure energy of creator, whoever we want to call this energy, things do work out. So Jessica is a hoot. She loves to laugh a lot. Her laugh is contagious. And um, she's definitely seen some hills and valleys. So I'm excited for everyone to listen and to hear her story and also just to share her very personal insight of what is it like? Where was she then and where is she now? And is, has anything changed regarding her sessions? Has, is anything different? So it'll be fun. I think it will be fun. Well, yeah. I can't wait to tune in. And it also helps that I'll be producing the show. So I'll be here live, um, but I'll be in the background. <laughs> so everybody tune in Sunday night to Journey with Stephanie. You can find it right here at the same network here on Blog Talk Radio. Follow us on Apple Podcasts. Follow us on um, iHeartRadio. And we will see you Sunday night right back here on Rated G Radio with Journey with Stephanie. Everybody go have a great Halloween. Be safe. Get your 50% off candy tomorrow. And tell me what your favorite is. And we will talk to you all very soon. Thank you. You've been listening to (laughs) RatedGRadio.com. Yes.